Hi there, I'm Becky Hammond and welcome back to Isogo TV. Wherever you are on your strengths journey, I want to help you. Take your greatest strengths and apply them to your everyday work and your everyday life for more energy, more success, less frustration, all the way around. And one of those parts of life that a lot of us live in every day is marriage. And that's where we're starting today, episode 30, what your marriage needs to get out of a downward spiral. You know, there's been one concept that David and I have really appreciated and has absolutely impacted our little downward spirals, especially this last year, that we've realized can make a powerful impact, even in the heat of the moment, and especially when it's not the heat of a moment. And we really are thinking about uh, each other in this kind of drastically different way than we had been before. So I've seen it in the marriages of our friends and uh, people that are around me, and I'm absolutely living it. So join me today and let's dive in. The other day I was pushing my cart out of into the Costco parking lot after I had done my shopping, and I almost got backed into by a car so I stopped and allowed them to go and I realized that they were having it was this couple and they were having a heated argument and as I kind of paused there and listened to the escalation it just was another reminder as every public place is about how hard this relationship thing is that that commitment that we have made until death do us part is no joke it's hard I, I started kind of spiraling myself thinking, man, I don't, how does anyone even do this? And, you know, I shared in episode six, you might have seen you know, how we saved our marriage from a perspective of strengths. And it was already start, has started to help us kind of get out of any sort of downward spiral that we were in. And that was the big picture. It was about appreciating each other for the value that we offered and our uniqueness and our differences and not seeing those things as things that were trying to frustrate each other. And that was definitely big picture. And since then, I'm sure you won't be surprised to know that it's not exactly been all roses since then. And every time we feel ourselves kind of spiraling down, oftentimes it's because we are not being conscious of each other's needs, meeting each other's needs. And we've found now that our success, kind of our happiness and our connection with each other and our energy and flow with each other is largely connected to how well we do meet each other's needs. And it's not, it's not always easy. In fact, it's actually often not easy because our needs are so different that sometimes they don't make sense to us, but rather strengths finder and the, the language of strengths has at least allowed us to make sense of those needs that seem to not match with what, what makes sense. I, I'm going to give you a few examples here. I, uh, but first, there's also this kind of word picture that I have grown to love. Actually, I hated it at first. <laughs> uh, the, Cl Jim Clifton wrote this book called How Full Is Your Bucket? And um, I have told some other friends who love this book that I just really, it kind of bristled me at first. I just, I was like, ugh, so cheesy. Like, well, we have this bucket and it has to be filled. And I don't know, it just felt like too 
touchy feely and like love tank and I just none of that stuff really appealed to me. Um, but I think actually it was as I've been reading the children's version of this book to my own kids that I've realized this is truth. That, you know, in the kids' book they talk about everyone having an invisible bucket above their head. It's like this uh, gray bucket with water in it. <laughs> and every day you start off at zero that you have opportunities, every interaction that you have throughout the day will either dip from your bucket or put drops into your bucket. And it, it drops into your bucket can be as easy as a, smi a friendly smile from someone or someone letting you in on the freeway or holding the elevator for you or uh, maybe an email or note of encouragement from a manager. Those types of things fill your bucket. And what I have realized over the last several years is that knowing David's strengths and him knowing mine, it's like it gives us a larger dropper to drop larger drops into that bucket. You know, if a smile or a note would be like a tiny little medicine dropper that you would drop a few drops in to the bucket, knowing the needs that are behind your strengths and meeting those needs is like a giant turkey baster <laughs> that you're like squeezing a huge drop into that bucket. When you're doing things that meet the needs, those deep psychological emotional needs that really we can have hints and clues to by our strengths. Uh, so for example, uh, I've already shared a lot about our relator and our achiever. I mean that absolutely still is the main need that we continue to have to consciously meet in each other. But uh, just kind of give you another example. David has futuristic in his top five. And early on in our marriage, and maybe even up to the last couple years, it drove me crazy <laughs> when he would paint pictures of the future. Uh, and not because I didn't love it, because actually, I mean, it's, it is a brilliance. Like he can see what the future could be like and he can talk about it and paint pictures of it. But it was because I was trying to take notes and start executing and to say, okay, well, this is possible, but this isn't possible. And well, we'd have to do like these 12 things in order to get there. And that was, that's stressing me out. And as I, kind of tried to execute on and got nervous about these things he was talking about, it totally shut him down. So instead of squeezing that turkey baster into his bucket, I was actually dipping from it because I wasn't allowing him to have the freedom to dream, to be the visionary that he is. And so now to meet that need, when he were in an, a flow of conversation and he's painting a picture of what the future could be like, I just sit back. I just sit back and listen and reflect with him. And in the end, uh, you know, he's most encouraged when I'm like, whoa, that's so cool. I don't know how you do that. That was awesome. Like, I would love if our future looked like that. And be done. And then we pick a few things and we execute on them and move forward. And for me, I have intellection in my top 10. And intellection, this talent of intellection really needs time to think. It's like one of the, uh, the, the main psychological emotional needs that is underlying this intellection theme. And I can remember David being so confused by this and actually he's still it's a little bit baffled even though he kind of gets it <laughs> that I need that. Uh, that 
you know, we spent a five week backpacking trip together in Europe. And I remember reflecting and saying to somebody like, yeah, it was hard to spend every waking moment together. And he was like, what? That's like, that's offensive. Why would you need time away from me? And what was happening was that I wasn't getting that time to think and to reflect because I am best when I, I operate best when I have that time to process and to think, to be by myself. And so now, not only can he support that by knowing that, but it, it absolutely puts a huge drop in my bucket when he even encourages me to do that. I mean, while, uh, right when he had gotten uh, re returned from deployment, he said, you should go off and just spend a night by yourself in a hotel and get refueled. And I mean, my jaw almost dropped like that is one of the most encouraging things you could do and after I came back from that weekend it's just like I was filled back up so that I could then be my best and offer my best to our family and to my work and he knew that and though he thought it would drive him crazy to do something similar he knew that that was a need that I had and he was willing to sacrifice you know his weekend with me to do that you know, in episode 13, we were talking about meeting needs in terms of kind of our managerial relationships, our business relationships. And I put up a resource there for you, and I'm going to make that available again for under this episode. So you can head over to isogostrong.com and, and check that out with the, the blog post that's associated with this. It'll, that'll be there for you because it starts to at least give you some ideas as to what psychological and emotional needs your strengths point to. So that in your own marriage, as you're struggling towards this until death do us part uh, commitment, that you can start to do the hard work of meeting each other's needs, understanding what those needs are so that you can, even when they still don't make sense to you, grab your huge turkey baster and put a huge drop in their bucket and start to slow down that downward spiral and eventually halt it and start climbing back up to the marriage that you have always wanted yours to be. So let's use this. This one is absolutely about thinking more intentionally about your spouse. So today take, let's just start with six minutes, something easy that you can be thinking more intentionally and more directly and more specifically about that person that you're married to. So first, think about his or her strengths and whether that you have their top five strengths finder assessment results or some other way of identifying what are those things that are most natural about them. And then two, what is it that each of those strengths need from you or from the environment around them to really thrive? And then three, this week, pick one of those things and actually do it actually help fulfill that need. And then sit back and see what happens. Do they light up? Do they feel encouraged? Do they feel more energized? Because this is the first step in helping you get out of any of those little downward spirals that we just more often than we'd like to find our marriages in. You know, and I referenced in the episode that there is a resource that was available uh, earlier in episode 13 that I want to make available to you again uh, at, at the bottom of this episode. So if you go over to SoGoStrong.com in association with episode 30, you'll find that resource, a free download for you that gives you some ideas of the Strength Finder 
strengths and what are some of the needs that those strengths have. It, it will give you, give you a place to get started if you're feeling a little bit stuck. And I would love for you to connect with me about it, whether you've done this already or are in the process of doing it, if you have any questions, uh, because really, I just wanna help you. Help you uh, apply your strengths to your life and if there's any way I can, help your marriages uh, climb back up out of that downward spiral. Uh, so you can do that with me over on my website at Isogo Strong, over on Facebook at Isogo Strong, and over on Twitter at Isogo Strong. And if this has been something that's been helpful for for you, if you've been watching Isogo TV here and there, and you've enjoyed it, I would love for you to rate, review, and share. Head over to iTunes and leave a rating and review because that helps get the word out about strengths as well as just sharing. Share it in your virtual circles or literally with the person who is sitting next to you that might need some encouragement and some know-how of using their strengths and applying them in their everyday lives. Because that's how we're gonna get to more success, more energizing moments in our day-to-day -day life and less frustration all around. So thanks for joining me here today as we talked about something pretty meaningful. And I look forward to seeing you next week on Isogo TV.